because for some reason it seems that the algorithm likes you best. Oh. Have you I don't know if you've noticed this. Uh I was actually debating this uh yesterday with uh Are you talking about the YouTubes? I'm talking about YouTube, I'm talking about um Instagram, I'm talking about Facebook. I, it seems to be whenever you're leading on topic uh-huh. or on subject, uh-huh. the algorithm picks it up and we'll get, you know, 20,000 views, 30,000 views. When I'm leading, when I'm the first face people see, uh-huh. it's like 200. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've often I've often asked myself, why, why do you think that is? Uh, well, it, I'm about to tell you. I, and I, I had to do some soul searching. I had, oh. to, I had to get deep and, you know. That sounds dangerous. Yes. I had to, I had to really think about it and, and talk it up. And I honestly think that it's the beard and glasses. Welcome. Fresh out the box. Stop. Look and watch. Ready yet? Get set. It's the Bailing Podcast. Eat my shark. Not the mama. Not the mama. Goodbye. You think that YouTube and Instagram and Facebook and all of these they have a bias against beards? I don't know that that's I don't know the beard bias. I think that they just I think people identify because really algorithm is just it's a mass of people. It's a scientific mass, right? The, the, The algorithm is. I don't know how much you guys know about the way algorithms work as far as I don't I I I well I'm I'm a layman. Okay, well let me give you a quick a quick background on it on the Oh, way I'm that sure that everybody's going to be fascinated. It's invigorating. Are you excited? I'm so excited. So it it's actually a really interesting thing. Everybody thinks that it's really based off of how much money you pour into it, but it's really how much money they get out of it. So Okay. okay. If you make content that's captivating that grabs people that grips them you know, and they stay on without swiping Kay. for that first three seconds mm-hmm. of the work that you're doing. You last longer in the pool that is Instagram or YouTube or Facebook. And the more often you perform that way in your video work, the more likely it is that you're going to perform longer or well in each of the videos that you do. Okay. So, but the second your content starts to stink, it goes the opposite way, and you start to see lower numbers, lower turnout, because the algorithm starts to ignore you, right? Everybody thinks that we don't have AI. This is AI. This is right. exactly what we've been dealing with for years and years. It's artificial intelligence that determines whether or not you're going to gain the most appeal to the masses. Sure. And, and that's how they uh, Well, it's up. artificial intelligence, too. There's human inter- – I mean, the human human is what – basically, artificial intelligence – uh, decides whether or not the you've human, swiped away or whatever, right, and the human's that going thing to interact forward. and push right. it push it out farther uh, than it already is. Now, okay. So, the situation is this: when your face is the first face that people see, they stay on it. When my face is the first face that people see, they swipe up. Do you think it's because you don't get haircuts very often? I don't know. I think it's just because you're better looking than no. me. No. Yes, I just think. No. Ben, I just think it's true. No. Yes. Uh, you know, I know we're tense. No, they're okay. there. Okay, stop, stop. Listen, I'm, I've already told you. I soul searched. I'm good. I'm good here. But that's okay? ridiculous. Yes. No. Okay. Now I just feel like you're just being silly. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm trying to make I, sure that you understand. I, I, I really. I'm. That feels great. 
Um, but really coming from you, it's like looking in a mirror. Uh, so this is what I, I mean. We're twins. And for some reason, you're grabbed as the better looking one, even though, I mean, we have identical faces. Okay. So I, so to me, is it the glasses? It has to be. It has to be that I have a, you think about a contact, a fuller beard and glasses. I'm thinking LASIK. Wow. Listen, I'm doing this for the betterment of our company. You've done this. Does that mean it's a write off? I don't know. I mean, mean, if we're doing it to grow grow technically, I mean, I'd, if it's you are an IRS agent, <laughs> QN, QN, and let us know if Luke pr- receiving LASIK can be a write off. Can be a write off because um, it's obviously affecting the algorithm of our short form content. I think it. I think it. I think that I could actually pretty well show that that's the case. Somebody tried to tell me, "Don't you think it could just be a coincidence?" Whenever I talked to them about this yesterday. Wow, you. This must have been weighed heavy. It really did, and I said, uh, "Well, I mean, it could be." Sure, but I mean, I could point to six videos uh, in the last six months that have all gone, you know, relatively well. Well, uh, could it be because my stories are funnier? I really would rather it be because I'm <laughs> not as good looking. <laughs> I understand. I mean, it could be, but funny is really all I got. So uh, that's not true. <laughs> listen, no. listen, stop, stop, stop. Listen, we're you know we're moderately good looking. I mean, I don't think we're ugly. No. No. Um, it's solid six. My mom thinks that I'm handsome. Oh, uh, yeah. You know? Thanks, Mom. Thank you, Mom. Uh, and, and, we tricked our wives into marrying us. That's, well, you know, that wasn't trickery. That was charm. Oh. See, what we have going for us, and the reason that we're great on a microphone like this is Are that... We? I mean, I think so. Uh, I mean, we haven't said oh, that. Yeah, well, it would, we literally named this the failing podcast uh, because we assumed... I, I don't know. I just didn't expect that it was going to go as well as it has. slow decline. The so plane is slowly crashing, we're, everyone. We're working our way down. Yes. I, I feel like um, the easiest way to look at this and the easiest thing to do is to say, well, obviously it has something to do with beard and glasses. So, you know, maybe considering LASIK, maybe getting, getting rid of the glasses, maybe, you know, that helps. Well, uh, I got LASIK uh, years ago before mm-hmm. we went to Afghanistan. It's the best money I ever spent. I I, I generally just like glasses. I feel like kind of like Clark Kent, you know. And then when but I when Clark I, Kent doesn't really need the glasses, right? Though. But when I take them off, you know, I kind of become Superman, you know. Well, we don't need another Superman around here, so yeah, that's I say true. just keep them. And honestly, I don't take them off very often. I really just take them off to sleep, which I guess I get super sleep. But <laughs> <laughs> I have some really super I get dreams. Some <laughs> really super dreams. Some super <laughs> sleeping. It's uh. You know, I would do my best action is when I'm sleeping. Yeah, that's, and that's because I take my glasses off. So we're just gonna, we'll just see what happens around here. If I lose the glasses, you know, the problem well, is we got to figure out if it's a tax write off first. That's well, the, and, and 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 there is the issue that it's kind of baked into all of our advertising. So well, that's true. But logo. I'm clean shaven in all of our advertising, and I got a little baby beard. Yeah, so. that's true. I guess as long as people kind of know that maybe I have some glasses. It's kind of like the Beatles. You know, you always think of early Beatles, but they change their look a lot throughout the years. So as you get older, you make, you know, stupider fashion choices. It just makes sense. Well, it's just so you can stick out. Yeah. Anyway, I just thought, you know, I I just wanted to air that. Well, I'm glad that you're able to get that heaviness off of you. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's important to know who you are. Indeed. You know? Yeah. and uh, we don't put a lot of stock in that. You know, we just want to pe- make people happy, make people feel good. and you know, Feel good, feel happy. Feel good. 
And uh, we've been awful complainy today, though. What, was that a complaint? Would you I say that was a complaint? Well, I don't know. I guess it really was. You weren't whining. No, so no. Good. I think it was really more identifying a thing that I need to change in myself. Sure. Okay. Like, okay. So uh, I wanted to talk about um, R-rated movies. Oh. The rating system these days is not quite the rating system that we grew up on. Uh, no. I don't know if you really noticed that. No, I mean, it, is, it, it seems like, you know, I think that any generation could probably say the same thing, though. I mean, I watched... I put Jaws on the other day, and I haven't seen it in years, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's a classic, obviously. And um, put it on with Liam in the room. Right. Right, PG. I forgot about the opening. I don't remember the opening. There's nudity. Oh. Well. what Color me surprised. Yeah, I bet you were, especially I was glad with your eight-year-old sitting Yeah, there. Liam was sitting <laughs> or, right sorry, next to me, and um, I smacked my hand over his eyes real quick, and it what, what? That's the old-fashioned way. Yeah, well, he thought it was like the shark came out or yeah. whatever, and he was trying to be brave. And um, I said, oh, maybe a couple more years before you can watch this one. Yeah. Do you think? Like 20, 30, 40? Like, when is it appropriate I don't, to start I, It wasn't even appropriate for me. I know. I know. You know the, so the funny thing is I actually remember Mom slapping her hand over our eyes several times when we were kids, you know, because you just didn't quite know what was coming into it or what, what, what it was going to be. But um, – but now it's, it, I mean, there's really killing and everything. So it's like, you know, keeping your kids away from, you know, that kind of content is not an easy task or anything. But what was funny is growing up, um, the rating system, it was a pretty easy thing to follow. You know, you didn't have all this TV excess, you know, all these ratings. If it was on TV and it was during the day, you're pretty much guaranteed that it was kid friendly. Sure. Right. Um, if it was on TV and it was after eight o'clock, I mean, you're gambling. Yeah. If it was after 10 o'clock, nope. you're in trouble. Nope. And there were certain channels that we weren't allowed to watch. Right. You know, like HBO. MTV. Or uh, Cinemax. Or MTV. When we were little. Right. Yeah. Um, those, those channels were off limits because they knew the content was a little bit more mature. Or could be mature. Right? Or definitely mature. Or definitely mature. Yeah. So... Uh, so it, it was a little bit easier to keep because you just put a channel blocker on it and that was done. Uh, and we weren't allowed to watch R-rated movies or even PG-13 rated movies. In fact, I remember the first time we got to see a PG movie. Do you remember? Yeah, I feel like we talked about that on here, though. Did we? Yeah, it was Hook. Yeah. Yeah. We did? We did. Oh, well, we went and saw a PG movie. It was Hook. Uh, if you hadn't listened before, now you know. Go back to podcast episode I, think I, I want to say it was one or two. One or two. Uh, and you can listen all about that. It was not that long. Right. Well, just mentioned. Right. And I think that uh, I remember the first R rated movie we saw. Do you remember that one? R rated? R rated. Terminator? Terminator it, 2. It, it but that was edited for it TV. It was edited for TV. Yeah. The first actual R rated movie we saw. Um, I don't know. Executive Decision. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Executive Decision was the first R movie. And I think that we were probably 14 or 13. No, we were no, younger we were than younger, that. Yeah, we had to maybe be. 12 or 13. Yeah. I remember calling one of my best friends at the time, Richard and Delora, to tell him I'd seen an R-rated movie. Wow. Yeah, that's the kind of nerd I was. <laughs> and he was like, guess what I got to he see was like, tonight. So? <laughs> R-rated. It was an R-rated movie. It was. Executive decision. 
R-rated. <laughs> if you didn't know. Anyway, I felt a little silly after that. I didn't. It didn't go and tell anybody else because I thought, oh, this is probably not a cool thing. Maybe to most he was people. actually jealous and he was just trying to pretend. Like I don't think so. No, I no. don't think so. No, I, and I remember. You I remember don't think he hung up with you and was like, "Mom, no, I got to see executive decision." See, I remember other times when we would be over at a friend's house and like they would put a movie on that was bad, and we were like, "I'm sorry, you're gonna have to turn that off. I'm not allowed to watch that." Right. And they'd be like, what? I mean, we won't tell. And we're like, yeah, no, that's no good. I'm not going to, I can't, I can't participate in this. And we would just go home. Yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> it's just. Yeah, uh, we, we, we knew it was right. And we, 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 we abided right. by our, our parents' rules. When it came to movies, we did for some yes. reason. Although I do remember, and, and this was the one I was going to talk about was in sixth grade when Scream came out. Do you oh, remember? Scream. Yes. Okay. They're actually they're on like number like seven or something. Yeah, I know. There's time. a new one coming out soon. But when the first stream came out, we were in sixth grade. It was a very popular movie. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was terrifying. Did you know that that was actually uh, meant to be a farce? Yeah, and everybody just thought it was scary. Right. And so they were like, "Ah, we were just kidding." Yeah, it was supposed to be a like a mockery. Like ha ha ha. Right. Yeah. Like of slasher movies, right? Yeah. Because they always run up the stairs, or right. you know, there's a, a hundred different scenarios where they do everything the wrong way. And in Scream, they did everything the wrong way. Well, we watched it in uh, at, at a friend's house. We watched it at Tiana's house, if you recall. Did we? Were we allowed to? No. Oh no, we did that. We did it because there were girls there. Didn't we just get done saying that we were this pretty was, good? We were in we were in sixth grade. You know when things turned, when we started being naughty. I don't remember this. Uh, well, we were time time. You are you sure? Uh, you sure I was there? Seventh grade. I'm positive you were. I there. would have probably said no, no, Luke. I don't think so. I think you said okay. And we watched we watched the movie, and I remember having nightmares. You had nightmares. I had, I had nightmares, and I couldn't go into mom's. Uh, listen, I was. We were what twelve, thirteen in sixth, in sixth grade? grade. Yeah, uh, twelve. Okay, maybe maybe eleven. Y- no, much I meant twelve. Really, right? probably. Really, probably too old to be going into our mother's room, you know, to, sure. to say I had a bad dream. Yeah. But I remember, I literally remember laying there underneath my covers and not wanting to take the covers down past my eyes for fear that there would be a ghostly man in a mask s- staring at me. See, I don't understand the psychological saying, or the, like the, scary the psychology movies? behind this, though. Like, the, the covers is what's presenting the person from being there? Yeah. Well, it's it's protecting you. It's a barrier, a magical barrier. What I'd, if you just I'd said, no, I don't like, like scary Superman movies, then would, he, would he go away? I don't know, maybe. No, I don't like the scary movies. No, thank you. It'd be like me in the drive-thru. Yeah. No, I'd, I don't think I'd want to mo- pull forward. Thank you. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't think that that would work. I don't know. That's all I had to say about that. Oh. That's the end of the scream story? That I mean, I that was the part I was going to tell you. I just wanted you to know. I don't I remember scream. I remember I know what you did last summer. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, well, I, was I do remember it, but I don't remember watching it. Yeah. I, d- I don't I don't remember watching a lot of those because I honestly had never really been a fan of well, slasher movies like anyway. The, but I feel like that's where a lot of the big 90s like teen actors got their start was in those slasher movies. Sure. Was there, you know, low budget? Yeah, mm-hmm. like it was, wasn't it uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt and Sarah Michelle Gellar and um, Freddie Prince Jr. and um, 
all the other ones that yeah, aren't around anymore. Some of those other ones that, <laughs> well, yeah, a lot of them didn't make it too far past that. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, that's when that's when a lot of them were were prevalent. So, Drew Barrymore, did you know Drew Barrymore was in Scream? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I guess she did okay for a little while there. She's still doing okay. She's Is she? Yeah, she still does a bunch of movies with. Um, Jimmy Fallon? Oh, no, not Jimmy <laughs> Fallon. What are you talking about? No. Oh, uh, you're talking about uh, Adam... Adam Sandberg. Sandler. No, yeah. Sandler. <laughs> Sandberg. Sandberg. Adam Sandler. Adam yeah. Sandler, yeah, but I don't know that he's... I mean, he does. He's still doing tons of stuff on Netflix. Every time I turn around, there's a new Adam yeah. Sandler movie. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Today's 90s word of the day is, what's the 411? Oh, the information. What is the 411? So, 411 was, once upon a time, the number that you dialed when you needed directory assistance. For all those kids out there that don't know what that means, it's uh, when back when we had a phone that plugged into a wall, right. you would Connected call this number to ask for a phone number or to be connected to a phone number. It was used by telephone companies for information, which meant the phone number and address of anyone who had ever listed their number. Back then, almost the dark ages, obviously, before cell phones, a real-life human would actually answer the phone and look up the number for anyone who dialed 411. So they had a computerized database, basically. They could type whatever it was and... What they always answered a very specific way. Four one one. Yeah, but they would say, um, you know, name of the listing or something. Yeah, I can't name remember the listing or name name of the. Oh no! It's where are you? Where are you located? Yeah. Where are you located? Yeah. Four one one. What's the city you're located in? Right. Or something like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it it was it it's interesting because you know everybody was listed in a book at that point in time. And we actually talk now about how you don't want your address out there. You don't want people to know you were. But we used to have whole books full of addresses sure. in the 90s. Yeah, just so people could pop in. Yeah, people just pop up from time to time. Or, or write you a letter and send it your way. Right. So, uh, so back in the 90s, it was the way of asking, what's the latest news in town? So a way that you would use this is you were over on your on- overseas vacay, because we do that, you know, so often back then. Right. Um, go overseas and you come back and you go, hey, just got back from vacay. What's the 411? Nice. That means you want the scoop. You want the Cliff's Notes. Yep. Oh. The the gossip. That's it. Find a way to use what's the 411 and confuse everybody. Somebody is going to look at you very strangely. Everybody's going to just wonder what's going on. Good luck with that. And technically, you'll be asking the question, what's going on? Reviewing podcast. Eat my shark. Not the mama. Not the mama. Goodbye. Wake up. Wake up.